from an uncontainable source of inner joy. Listen, prosperity is more than financial. It's meeting your every need. It, it's, it would bring more life in here. Where's the joy of the Lord in here today? Come on, somebody shout to God. Somebody help me. You're, you're a tough crowd this morning. And I'm not going to pull a rabbit out of the hat. I'll tell you that. Verse 17. The ways of wisdom are sweet, always drawing you into the place of wholeness. Seeking for her brings the discovery of untold blessings. For she, for wisdom, is the healing tree of life to those who taste her fruit. Lord, we need your healing power. Seeking for her brings the discovery of untold blessings. She is the healing tree of life to those who taste her fruits. Now verse uh, 21. My child, never drift off course from these two goals for your life. Here's two goals, to walk in wisdom and discover your purpose. Well, let me tell you, apart from wisdom, you'll never figure it out. You'll never find your purpose. And there's a lot of people in the church today that don't know what their purpose is. Some of you guys just think it's to make a living. Some of you ladies just think it's to control your husband. But that's not it. What is your purpose? Why did God choose you before the foundation of the earth to put you here? What, what are you accomplishing? Whatever your vocation is, it ought to be to bring glory to God. You ought to be increasing His presence wherever you go. That's why we have the things that Angie called out this morning in Skytook that we don't want is because we haven't had enough salt and light here and we've allowed that stuff to come in. The governments of the earth, as corrupt as they are, is really on the church. It's our fault because the church hadn't been the church it's supposed to be. They, the leaders don't call the prophets and say what's going on. They've gotten away from it. I, I, the king used to do that. The kings used to do that. They'd call the prophets to see what was going on. Second uh, Corinthians five sixteen. We went over this verse for the past few weeks, other than last week when Garland was here. When the apostle Paul made this statement, therefore from now on we recognize no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh. In other words, you look up when Paul lived and Jesus lived, he lived during that time. I'm sure he saw Jesus sometime. Even though we have known him in the flesh, yet now we know him in this way no longer. Anybody see Jesus this morning? So we know him in the spirit realm. And see, that's where we've got to get our focus on how to connect with God in the spirit realm. That's why it says the flesh profits nothing. The spirit gives life. And when you read the word, whether you remember it all or not, 
I promise you, I don't remember it all, but I'm telling you, it's within me. And God can bring it out whenever He wants to. And there's some of it I work harder at trying to remember than others. But you know what? I don't remember what I ate last Wednesday. You know what? But it helped me. John remembered, see? See where the flesh is? Oh, what if we just... Angie made a statement a while ago. It takes more than a, one service. It takes more than one meal a week for me. We went Friday night to a meeting. I mean, there's, we, we've got to stay in the Word. But you know what? You can f meet another Christian and just, instead of talking about how bad the weather is, just encourage one another. Encourage one another. Richard, you encouraged us this morning. Thanks for putting these mics together. And they said if these didn't work, we'd bring them back and they'd give us some different ones. So we'll see. But we've got to know, we've got to live and move in the spirit realm with God. Don't you want to hear him say something? Years ago, <clears throat> Angie was in a Christian school and the World Horse Show was going on and, and we had a horse that we had raised that was competing. But they had a school meeting in another part of town and we went over there one night and they put on a very godly presentation. And you know what? The Lord kept just reminding me of verses. I didn't know what they were. I didn't have a Bible with me. But it was like, you know, Isaiah 35, 9, 10. I thought... God's given us a word because I wanted a Christian school in Skytook in our church. But you know, when I went back and read it, that verse says, the lion won't be there. The redeemed of the Lord will go home blessed. I said, Diamond Sparkle's going to win the super horse. And she did. I wasn't asking God about that. But you know what? He just wanted me to know. He Say he wants me to know. If you're a believer, he wants you to know. Come on. But it takes the word. He can speak however. He speaks through circumstances. He speaks through everyday things that we go through. He speaks. He speaks. He'll speak out of Proverbs. He speaks. God, John 4, 24. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship Him in spirit and truth. So we can, why do we do that? We can live and communicate with God. We've got to learn to communicate with Him. I heard a man say this, and I really believe it. We're not going to know Him any better when we get there than we know Him now. Now, we'll get to know Him better as we're there. But don't you want to know Him? You know what? He wants us to know Him. You know, remember He said, should I not show this to my friend Abraham before He was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah? Lord, I want to be, I am your friend, Lord. Don't you want to be God's friend? Are you His friend? 
See, you got to get over this that God's mad at you. <clears throat> if you've repented and got right with God, he, he loves you. He's for you. God, you're such a good God. I want to talk about this soul and spirit area a little bit. But <clears throat> as salvation, the Holy Spirit puts the spirit of Christ in you. Andrew Murray says, Christ makes the salvation of the soul his first objective. Salvation of the soul. I quoted this verse early when we were praying up here this morning. Why did David cry out, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Why did he say that? He didn't start with his body. He didn't start with his spirit. He said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Then he begin to talk about you've forgiven my iniquities you've healed my diseases you've redeemed my life from the pit those things but he started out with the soul area our soul has gotten out of intimate contact with God by leaning on our own religious understanding I'm going to tell you religion will keep you in trouble you'll feel guilty all the time God wants to set you free from guilt, fear, intimidation. He just wants us to obey Him and believe Him. Be about what He's about. Maybe this verse isn't in your Bible. It's 3 John, verse 2. Beloved, I pray in all respects you may prosper and be in good health. Just as your soul prospers. Thank you, Emma Ruth, for that amen back there. See, prosper and be in health just as your soul prospers. It's, it's, that's in your Bible. Believe it. Let's, let's stand on it. <clears throat> in most people, the soul containing the mind, will, and emotions has to be renewed. To know how to connect properly with the spirit realm. That's why, and, and I've preached Romans 12, 1 and 2. You present your body a living sacrifice and it says, Say, Lord, I don't want to be conformed to this world. Listen, don't say we're not or everybody would have said amen. But be transformed by the renewing of our minds. So we know what is good, profitable, what's right. There's some of you trying to make decisions right now about different things. We need our minds renewed so we know what to do. What is right in this time? See, everything is decided in the soul area by your will. Will makes the choice. You can go through all these debates, but when you get to it, and you really decide and set your will on something. When godly revelation comes, the soul sees, oh, here's a new revelation. I've been believing wrong. Or maybe I've been deceived. We've all been there in some ways. And that we realize that God really loves us and has already given us everything we need that pertains to life and godliness. That's why Hebrews 4.12 is in the, in the Bible. 
For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing as far as division, dividing soul and spirit and joint and marrow, and is a revealer of the thoughts and intents of the heart. But it says it can go as far as dividing your soul and spirit. Now, I think normally they run together. But, you know, I, I believe you could raise a child up right. And I know every parent wants to do that and tries to do that. And if they're taught right, if they have the right role models, if they chose to live right, they wouldn't have as much renewing of the mind as someone that's been in the world and comes back to God. All right? But a lot of us Christians are in that group. We got saved, but we didn't always stay in it. And we got in, in the world, and then don't we wish we didn't have some of those memories and some of those thought patterns to change? Because, see, we've got to renew our mind. Because those old thoughts will still come up. Come on. I know they do. They still, I still have dreams I don't want to have. That's not what I, who I am. But it, it comes at us in different areas. That's why we have got to work at these things. But it says the Word of God can divide your soul and your spirit. And your spirit's right. But your soul areas where the contamination, the ungodliness that we're, we're getting rid of by renewing our minds. That's what he wants us to do. And you'll not do it apart from spending time in prayer and reading your Bible. And listen, one chapter probably won't do it, but that's a good place to start. Five, it is. Five minutes is a good, is a good place to start. But add to it. Start with Proverbs. Start in the book of John. Don't start in Revelation and Genesis. Start somewhere else. But it's able to divide the soul and spirit. So we've got to have a heart for God. That's where 1 Thessalonians 5.23 talks about. May the God of peace himself sanctify you and may your whole spirit body and soul be preserved complete be preserved complete all three at the coming of the lord jesus christ and i understand somebody could get saved today and they've been in the world they could go meet the lord next week and they hadn't renewed their mind they're still going to be in heaven but don't you want to, re we want to reap the rewards that God has for us. We want to live out what he says. I want to see my family continue to walk and grow in the things of God. I want to see you do that. And we'll not do it apart from heeding his word. I told Russell yesterday, that is a personal letter to you. From God. We need to look at it that way. And we get there and maybe I ask a question. And we, well, it was in the book. 
I mean, we have an open book test. It's not hidden, but we need, we'll not understanding without saying, Lord, teach me. Holy Spirit, teach me. Make your word come alive to me. I, you can say, and I have many times, Lord, I'm not walking in everything this says I can do. Why, why isn't that true in my life? Do you ever think about that? Why? Maybe, the, maybe this is the sixth and the check doesn't come to the 31st. I'm telling you, it's going to be a long month. We've got to know how to believe God in these things, that He wants to meet our needs according to His riches in glory. You're a saint, not an ain't. We've got to believe that we're His children. What's the difference in us and the, the 12, the 11? We don't want to be like Judas. But, you know, you know who David Livingston was? David Livingston was, lived in the 18th 1800s, and he was a Scottish, he became a, a physician, but he had a heart for God. And he ended up going to Africa. He was there a while, he went back, but he went back, and eventually he just lived his life as a missionary to Africa. And as he, he died there as an old man with two of his favorite Africans, Chuma and Sushi, and he died on his knees praying. And that Chuma told him, he said, you don't need to pray tonight. You're, you're tired. Just, you know, he said, I've got to pray. And they thought he'd prayed a long time, and they went in and found him dead. Well, before they shipped his body back to Scotland, they cut his heart out and buried him, buried it in Africa, buried it under the tree where he died. And 79 natives carried his body over a thousand miles to the seacoast. That's the impact that he had. Oh, let me tell you this. As a little boy, you know, what's the longest chapter in the Bible? Psalm 119. He memorized Psalm 119. He had the Word of God in him. I'm sure he memorized more than Psalm 119. But that's the importance of the Word of God in your life. You can't say, God, why don't I, why don't I, when he says it's there. It's like playing checkers. It's our move. We're waiting on him to do things. He's waiting on us to rule and reign in this earth. He's waiting on us. That's why I'm believing him for Skytook. I'm supposed to have lunch tomorrow with some of them pray for me see the life in us is the life of the one who sits on the throne the life in us is the one who sits on the throne what Jesus began by his death for me he will perfect by his life in me what he began by his death for me, he'll perfect by his life in me. Those are Andrew Murray quotes. We're to be led by the Spirit, but we're to read and know the Word. Let me see if I can close with Ephesians uh, chapters 3, verse 16 and 17 out of the Passion. 
<clears throat> now, I pray this over us this morning. I pray that he, the Lord, would unveil within you the unlimited riches of his glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with his divine might and explosive power. I decree that over us this morning. Uh, the uh, uh, Unveiling is what really got me on that verse. I just read that this morning. Unveil it to us, Lord. See, it's within you. When you got saved, he put his nature within you. So it's within you. Lord, you unveil these things within us, to us. Verse 17. Then by constantly using your faith, have you got faith? The life of Christ will be released deep inside you. And the resting place of his love will become the very source and root of your life. By constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will be released deeper inside you. How are you going to get through this day and time? How are we going to live in this? What uh, I noticed a little difference when I filled my truck up with gas this week. It's not a dollar eighty-nine anymore. We've got to believe our Father is our provider. Come on, come on. We've got to believe Him. What if more of this stuff gets cut off and? Are we going to panic or are we going to believe our God? I'm going to tell you, we better get closer to Him. Come on, let's stand up. Somebody just, let's just close praising Him, honoring Him. Come on, bless the Lord. If He lives within you, act like it. Sound like it. Come on. Listen, if you need a touch from God this morning, you need to refresh. I'd like to pray for you. Just come on. If God's showing you something, <clears throat> and it's not true in your life, you ought to want it true. And you ought to say, God, I want you to do it in me. He'll do it if you'll step out and believe Him. I don't care what it is. Just come. Come on. Just join them sing. Just give Him praise this morning. Come on, shout to the Lord. He, he took care of you all week. He'll take care of you this week. You just look to Him by faith. Before I spoke a word, by faith in His finished work. We bless you, Lord. You have been so, so good to me. Bless you, Lord. Before I took a breath, You breathed Your life in me. have been so, so kind to me.
was your fault Still your love fought for me You have been so, so good to me When I felt no worse You paid it all for me You have been so, so Come on, it's a blessing to see a couple praying together. I'm telling you, God will move in that. We agree with him. Come on. We're just getting warmed up. We're just getting started. after you you thank God living you and not lying you with him
carried a burden for too long on my own. I wasn't created. Just don't leave to bury carrying some burden that God wants to meet this morning. Leave it here. Cast your cares upon me. But he says, cast your cares upon the Lord. He'll sustain you. He will now never allow the righteous to be shaken. Dixie's got a word. Well, I got a word for Rhonda. Hi, Rhonda. It's okay. It's good. Well, the Lord says he's called you back to your roots. And he's going to increase your revelation and, you know, just being where he wants you to be. And I don't know, but the Barn Revival's got something I mean, I know you were probably saved at the first barn revival, but there's a connection there, and I think the Lord really wants to do something in that. And I, I don't know what your part is in it, but that just really hit me that the Lord is saying something about that. You got to figure it out. I don't know, but we're glad you're back to your roots. Any other word this morning? Got to know the word. Led by the word. Russell wants to be part of our group. Russell Jansen. Russell, come on. We'll we'll pray for you. Debbie, we need to sing to him here in a minute. We've got a song we sing to people when they first come. If we've never sang over you and you're here, part of our group, come stand up here with us. I'm sure there's some more. Bob, Rhonda, we probably haven't sang over you. Come on. Paula? I don't know about Jess. Anybody? Come on, church now. Just gather around them. 
Just gather around and we're just one group. We're one family. We just bless them. We just bless them. We bless what God's doing in them. Bob, I see a lot of growth in you. I see more in you than you see in yourself. But, I mean, that's the way it always is in us. But God's working in you. He's working your wife. He's working your family. Now bless you and love you. Pray for Rhonda's family. She's crying out for her family. We agree with her. We're calling them in. Paula, thank you for what God's doing in you. Glad you guys are all here. Lord, we just bless you. You guys are part of us. Come on. We don't have any. Come on, Crystal. We don't have any spectators. Anybody else got any words for any of these? Anybody else got words for any of these? Amen. Proverbs uh, 10.22, The blessing of the Lord maketh rich, and it adds no sorrow with it. Another word, and you're going to find your purpose. Debbie, lead us in this song, Debbie. I got As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people. Surround them, Lord. Surround them, Lord. They need to be. Surround them, Lord. Surround them, Lord. You feel that anointing up here is about to make me woozy here. <laughs> Lord, you're 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 good. Lord, you're good. Lord, we just thank you for the day. We rejoice in you, Lord. Most of all, that you've chose us and called us to be your people. Lord, thank you that it's you that's working in us to will and work for your good pleasure. Lord, we welcome Russell. Lord, I thank you.
for Bob and Rhonda and Paula. Lord, I thank you for every part of the Ascension Church. Lord, we just bless you today now. We just give you a hallelujah as we leave in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.